Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Franco Luna Puma Podcast. You're listening to Teka Teka News. Balitang thinking, hindi breaking. In this episode... In towards Ronaldo! means that the um, Philippines, there is roughly 40 million people who are going to watch the World Cup in this way or another. And out of this 40 million, uh, 40%, I mean, roughly like a 60 million is going to watch basically every game like they can. So they're going to be stick to the TV sets because TV is going to be the main setup for, for watching the games. The FIFA World Cup in Qatar is well underway. And guess what? This basketball-crazy nation is actually tuned in. The guy who spoke earlier was Slavik Vilsky. He's the chief growth officer of Data and Insights at TGM Research. And he was talking about the findings of their Global World Cup Survey 2022. And while LeBron and Kobe are still the most popular sport names in the Philippines, Slavic says there's also a growing love for football. It used to be historically that it was mostly a male thing. It was mostly guys who were supporting the local or national teams. And it's changing a bit. So nowadays, more females are interested in football generally. In the Philippines, 55% of ladies are interested in World Cup games. TGM survey also found that about 72% of Filipinos were planning to bet on the games too, but mostly just among friends. Who are they rooting for? Well, Brazil and Spain are the two most supported teams according to TGM, but they want Brazil and Argentina to duke it out in the finals. And Filipinos see Cristiano Ronaldo as the best player in the world. Sorry, Messi. At least 41% of those surveyed said they will watch every match that they can despite the time difference. Here's Claro Manzano a Philippine football commentator and host of the Who the Heck Are We Sports podcast. I think it continues to show that there is potential in Philippine football if you look at the World Cup, right? Let's not forget, that is the World Cup. And when you look at it, the Philippines do actually take part in the World Cup qualifiers. The women's team, the Philippines, qualified and they're joining. They're taking part next year. And they've been in the thick of preparation. So, yes, we can join that party too. But it could also just be bandwagoning, as in people getting caught up in the hype. Because in between World Cups, there are plenty of local football games to follow, which Filipinos don't. We got the Philippines Football League, we got the PFF Women's League, PFF Women's Cup, even UAAP. PFF stands for Philippine Football Federation. So we have these tournaments around, but I think those, that interest in the World Cup doesn't really translate yet to these local tournaments that I just mentioned in our backyards. And I just want to add, we have the World Cup qualifiers for the men and the men's teams and the women's teams. That's the Ascals and the Filipinas, respectively. So I don't think it has trickled yet. 
We're pausing for a quick break. Now, when we return, let's talk more about the controversy surrounding Qatar's hosting of the World Cup. Qatar's hosting of the World Cup had been dogged by scandals from the start. First, they were suspected of bribing FIFA officials to win the hosting rights. And then, some 400 to 500 migrant workers died trying to construct stadiums and other venues to get the country ready for the event. Most recently, the New York-based Human Rights Watch also flagged Qatar for arbitrary arrests of LGBT Qataris in September. Which is why the oil-rich nation has been accused of sports washing are using blockbuster sports events to improve reputation. Sports as a tool for soft power, in short. But Slavek from TGM Research says none of these has mattered much to Filipino fans. And from our survey, the main conclusion is that voices of discontent with having Qatar as a host of the World Cup games are mostly coming from European countries, Australia and US. The rest of the world doesn't pay too much attention about this controversy, including Philippines. Because um, in Philippines, over 60% of people are saying that hosting World Cup in Qatar was a good call. Generally speaking, in APAC, except Australia, like two-thirds of people are saying that Qatar as a host of the World Cup Games was a good choice. In fact, only 1% of Filipinos surveyed said Qatar was the wrong call. Football commentator Claro agrees that most fans haven't been turned off by the controversies. There is that novelty that is the best of the best. 32 teams and the stars you see worldwide, Neymar, Ronaldo, Messi, and etc. You know, they're all there and they're not playing for their teams, their club teams. The fact that they're playing for their country, their flag, there's that extra glitz and glamour and the whole world is in a party right now you know it's just not oh premier league where they're just playing in or uefa teams where they're just playing in their respective countries or in their respective regions so part of it is novelty and part of it is national pride throw in massive crowds and the betting that only happens once every four years and you have a frenzied fan experience that only the world cup can give you and now, once the party dies down, how do we channel that frenzy into local football? The next step would be to invest in grassroots teaching the youth. And then, of course, you know, the marketing, getting people to get to the stadiums and see that, oh, that these are their heroes. There's a lot of homegrown boys I can see when covering the Philippines Football League. And I'm pretty proud to see them. They're going toe-to-toe and not afraid of you know, whoever veterans they face up. And I think another thing, of course, is to show them who are the local or homegrown stars. You have the people from Metro Manila, you have the different people from the provinces, and to show and to highlight these people, make them poster boys so that people, the common person, can say, Oh, I can look up to this person. You'll see them in billboards or in other material right next to PBA stars. Because of course we have a lot of local stars in the PBA, homegrown. So I think that's what they need. And of course, it wouldn't hurt if the sponsors flew in Ronaldo or Messi or Neymar every now and then. Now would it? And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Franco Luna. This episode was edited by Joe Salcedo and produced by Kat Ventura. If you like this episode, share it with a friend or two. And of course, don't forget to follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you listen. Thanks for listening. 